What's up, guys? Rick here with your betting and one-and-done preview for this week's Bermuda Championship, and I will uh, divulge to you that I'm recording this video uh, earlier than usual. So we are dealing with uh, some fires, some wildfires here in Southern California, and these are uh, very close. We are the next road over uh, from the evacuation zone, so if that moves and, and we get you know asked or ordered to evacuate, uh, I don't know where we're going to be tomorrow morning. Uh, so I figured what I'll do is record this tonight, um, get it out there and then not have to worry about it. Um, with that being said, then matchups aren't out yet. So I don't have any matchup information. Usually I run through like three different matchups, um, in this video, that's not going to happen this week. If you guys would like, we can do that on Wednesday during the live stream. Uh, we can, you can let me know who you want to pit up in a matchup matchup against each other. We'll run them through the simulator. We can talk through head to heads uh, at that time. So that'll be 3 PM Eastern time on Wednesday on the Rick run good YouTube channel. So uh, appreciate you bearing with me. Uh, it's been a weird day, uh, very crazy. So hopefully we are good here and we don't have to go anywhere, but, uh, just in case I wanted to record this and, uh, and get something out and we can do matchups on on Wednesday. Uh, all right, let's jump into this week's betting board. What you're looking at right now is the tournament predictor tool on rickrungood.com. And as we have seen with some of these really, really soft fields, uh, trying to get any of these golfers to, you know, 13 strokes gained, which is the number that it usually takes to win a golf tournament on the PGA tour, at least the number that we used for our purposes here in the simulator, there's zero expected value. Even when we go to 11 and a half, strokes gained. There's really not many guys that are going to be a positive expected value. When we go to 10 and a half, this is where we start to see a little green. Uh, the top of the betting board, Doc Redman has the highest ceiling. I have Doc Redman as, does he have the highest ceiling in this field? No. Oh, wow. Look at this. Okay. So Will Gordon, much smaller sample size, his ceiling, which means, um, Two standard deviations away from his mean uh, is 13 strokes gained over the course of a tournament. Uh, Doc Redman right behind him at 12.1, which is a much bigger sample size. And then Wes Bryan. Two of these guys I really like. And that translates into all three of them being uh, positive expected values, meaning that they are going to get to the ceiling, get to the winning score more often than odds makers indicate that they will. Will Gordon, to me, the sample size is too small. Uh, really, the only event that we saw him snap off at was that third place finish at the Travelers. He hasn't done much since. I, in fact, I don't even think he has a top 25 since that since that start. Uh, but the other two are very, very interesting to me. Uh, Doc Redman, you know, I'm, I'm very biased. I, I, I really like Doc. You know, I've had him on, on the podcast a couple of times. He's a really great guy. But you look at what he's doing here and you can see the ceiling that he has. And you you look at the, the, the ball striking numbers, which I actually, um, I don't want to spoil this, but I provided a stat uh, for an article, I think that's in the works for, for cough digest. I guess I just spoiled it. So it doesn't matter. Um, where I, I took strokes gained ball striking, which is the, uh, the sum of, uh, strokes gained off the tee and strokes gained approach. And I looked at the, the, the best players in strokes gained ball striking since the start of 2020. And I took the top 10 golfers in that stat category. Those 10 golfers have won 13, of 32 tournaments this year. Um, it's about 40, what, 41%. So, so ball striking, it's why I talk about it all the time. It is why 
uh, and, and also it's more consistent. It's easier to predict. And, and Doc is probably the best ball striker in this field, at least since the restart he is. Um, so I really love his number. At, I mean, he opened up at 30. I think he's now 28 to one. Um, oh, which by the way, uh, William Hill, we are now live on William Hill for both New Jersey and I want to say Illinois. Yeah, so you can go to rickrungood.com slash Will Hill. There are different bets for each of them. They're a $500 free bet for New Jersey. I think it's a $300 free bet for Illinois at the moment, hoping that Indiana should be here any day um, and then working on Colorado and stuff like that. But if you want to get a free bet in on any of these guys, rickrungood.com slash Will Hill is the place to find that information. But it's why I, you know, the ball striking is so critical. And, and Doc is so good at it. And, 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 you know, he's got a third place finish at, at Wyndham. He's got a third place finish at Safeway. There's not a lot of wins in this field, right? There's, there's just a lot of guys who, uh, haven't won a lot of golf tournaments. Now the other guy here that shows up with a high ceiling, but also one of the lowest floors. In fact, he might have the lowest floor in this field, which is kind of a good thing when you're betting outrights. And he does. Wes Bryan simultaneously has, uh, the lowest floor in this field by three strokes and the, what third highest ceiling in this field, pretty incredible stuff. But I'll tell you what, that is what you want in outrights. I don't care if he's going to finish second or second to last because it pays the same thing in terms of outrights. Now, if I was betting uh, Wesley Bryan in the top 20 or top 10, this is a good week, to, I think, to deploy him, but realize that uh, he is incredibly volatile. Now, if we were to shorten this time frame, if we were to do it it would be stupid to do, but if we were to just do like his last four starts, his last six starts, things would get super wonky, but, uh, he has found something right off the tee. He has found something. He's still very short off the tee, but he's found a way to be, be field average over his last four starts, which is an incredible accomplishment for what he's been able to do. The iron game is still there. Very short course. I, I'm, I'm getting access to Wesley Bryan in as many different situations as I can. I swear he opened up at 90 to one. Am I going crazy? And now he's down to 50 to one. I swear Monday morning he was 90 to one. I could be very confused, but I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll have to try to confirm that. But even still, as of right now, 50 to one to win 11 to one to finish in the top five and five and a half to one to finish in the top 10. That is certainly the top 10, especially well within the range of outcomes for Wesley Bryan in a week where this is a, a terrible field. He's playing well. The course is as short as you can possibly get on the PGA tour. Like absolutely have to love Wesley Bryan in this situation. I think this is also, um, this is a really good flyer card, right? I mean, so many guys in this field trying to break through, get their first victory. Uh, a lot of young guys trying to, you know, ascend the mountaintop. You've got Christopher Ventura at 35 to one. He's interesting. Um, Rasmus Hogard is 45 to one. He's interesting. Doug Gim is down here. I think he was 70 to one last time I checked. Oh, now he's 80 to one, or maybe he was never 70 to one, but 80 to one. Um, I think he's rounding into form a little bit. Justin Suh is make sure I get this right down to 35 to one pretty crazy. So there's been a lot of movement in some of these, some of these guys have been catching steam over the course of, uh, you know, the first day and a half that, that odds have been available or day that odds have been available. Uh, these are guys that I want to target guys that I think have a lot of upside. I think Justin, uh, you're, you're just trying to be early on. And, and, you know, he played well at, uh, Shriners struck the ball very well. If he continues that in this field, he's going to make a lot of noise. So those are the types of players that I'm targeting. And then quite honestly, 
I rarely do this, but it kind of feels like a week to take like Will Zalatoris top 10, one and a half to one. I, it, it's, it's a little bit like picking up, you know, nickels in front of a steamroller. It's not that crazy. It's still plus money, but, um, I, I do believe he is significantly better than a lot of these guys in this field. And I think he's proven that he's got three top 10 finishes in his last four starts. Um, I think he's now up to, let me see, 16 of 18 top 10 finishes between the PGA tour and the corn Ferry tour in his last 18 starts. I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable stuff. What he's doing. He seems to be so consistent. The upside is there. Um, you know, I almost wouldn't be surprised if he won it. I don't want to bet him at 11 and a half to one, but uh top 10 at one and a half to one feels like a, a, a number that I could just be like, you know, I don't have to worry about the rest of this field for the week. You don't have to worry about trying to stack a card. Let me just throw a bunch of money on, on Will's Al Torres to finish in the top 10 and see what happens. Um, I rarely do that, but this might be a week where I pull the trigger on a larger bet on, on Zal Torres. Um, one and done. Another, again, a very interesting week here. I'll, I'll show you what the, the run good one and done is up to. So, uh, Logan Dempsey has cracked the $4 million mark and he's the only person over 3 million. Yeah, that's right. So Logan Dempsey, uh, was already near the top and the back-to-back weeks, he's gone Xander at the CJ cup, got a second place finish there. JT at Zozo, I believe also got a, I think that was a T2. So 1.7 million over the course of the last two weeks probably feels like both of those got away, like Xander probably should have won, JT probably should have won, feels like that got away from him a little bit, but a really good start for Logan Dempsey uh, last week, and I can show you how many people, I'm not sure we had a, um, here, let me do this, let me get Zozo Championship, did we have, oh yeah, we did have some Patrick Cantlay, Harley Quinn with Patrick Cantlay, Hooded 7-Iron, Nick Vogel, Rex Grant, and Swarm 19, all with Patrick Cantlay, so the five of you, congratulations, a bunch of John Rom, Justin Thomas, Bubba Watson's in there, so all good, there was a, a bunch of, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars being, being uh, divvied out last week. Uh, Hash Browns is in second. The Herminator is in third. Sweet Dank, who was our early leader, is now in fourth. And Detroit Golf City rounds out the top five. Congratulations. I think there's 40, <laughs> like two more events to go, something like that. Oh, and actually, let me pull up the um, the segments here because I know I got at least one question about that. Here they are. So segment number one is um, going to run through Mayakoba. So we've got Here's what we have left. Bermuda, Houston, Masters, RSM Classic, Mayakoba. So five events left in segment one. There will be payouts, of course, for segment one. Um, and then obviously season long. And then we'll start segment two in January at the Tournament of Champions. So uh, that is segment one. Let's talk about the options for this week on who you're going to deploy. All right. Depending on who you've used, and I guess... Um, I can look this up as well. Uh, I want to see how many people have used Will Zalatoris because uh, he might have been used already. Let's see. Yeah, we've got some people. Uh, so about, what, 25 used him at Corrales, about maybe another 25-ish used him at Sanderson Farms. I think pretty objectively, Will Zalatoris is the best play for one and done this week. Um Here's the reason, if I can find him here. There we go. Pull him up. There we go. So there are probably, um, I don't know, zero golfers in this field that you 
really need to save for something, right? And and, and the vast majority, I mean, you could argue Doc Redman, Harold Varner, um, that's probably it, have value at other courses. But for the most part, whoever you use this week, you were never planning on using anyway. Uh, so with that being said, you should burn the favorite, Will Zalatoris. I think you should absolutely burn him. Um, I'm not sure if I have him available. If I don't, or if I do have him available, I'll burn him here. I just think that what he's been doing, the upside, the fact that he's the favorite, he's proven it on the PGA Tour already. A lot of people think he might be, I mean, I think Data Golf has him as like a top 30 player already. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if I believe it, but um, I, I see it, right? I see the skill set. I think he's a top 50 player right now. And I think he's probably the best player in this field or, or second best player in this field. So uh, I think objectively, you should probably be burning Will Zalatoris. Now, if you've used him or you kind of want to go a different route and you want to get a little bit freaky, um, I think there are a couple of freaky plays. Any any of those guys that I mentioned, like Justin Suh, who's now got back-to-back top 15s and, 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 ball, and, and, and struck it really well at the Shriners, I think is interesting. I also like, how freaky do you want to get? You, you want to you want to take Rasmus Hogard? Rasmus Hogard. I don't even know if I have him on this tool. I might. Yeah, I got him. Here we go. Let's see. Um, oh, I shouldn't be pulling over his Euro stuff. I think I showed this on the full DFS video. I can pull it up real quick. He is uh, going to be 19. It's crazy how young he is. Um, he had that stretch of four starts where he went second, sixth, third, first at the end of last year in August. And he's cooled off a bit. I understand that. But uh, you're never going to use him. Get a guy, get a kid. I should call him a kid with a ton of raw talent, a ton of upside. You're never going to have to consider him again. Like, I don't know. That would be pretty freaky. You know, if he finishes second, uh, you might make up cash on a lot of people in this field because uh, who's going to win this? I could see a hundred to one guy winning this 150 to one winning this. I think we could have a situation where whoever wins this goes unowned in, in the run good one and done. And depending on how big your one and done is, they might go unowned. That's how wide open I think this actually is. And I think that a lot of people are going to, are going to stick with, you know, will HV three doc. There'll be some Grillo love. People love Grillo more than I love Grillo. Uh, and then it's just going to be like, Sa Ventura and I don't know. That's it. You know what I mean? Maybe no, that's probably it. So, so if you want to get real and, and, and yeah, some of those guys have uh, are more likely to win than others, but like not all that much. So a lot of these guys are basically the same. Do you want to get really freaky? Try Rasmus, try Denny McCarthy. If this thing turns into a putting contest, try, uh, this is kind of sick. Um, well, Wes Bryan, obviously, uh, Patrick Rogers, right? Like I I'm, I'm giving Patrick Rogers one more chance. I think it's quite interesting, uh, that he's had a couple of weeks off. He can work on the putting stroke. That's the one thing that's been, that's been holding him back. So I, I think this week is wide open, especially if the wind blows, man, if the wind really starts to kick, um, and, and we'll check, we'll check the forecast on Wednesday, uh, got, and it's going to be hard to quantify this, but guys that can hit it low, Guys that have a heavy ball flight, we, we're never going to know about heavy ball flights, but like there's, there is anecdotal stuff, of course, about Henrik Stenson, um, Doc Redmond has been known to have a heavy ball. He flushes it, hits it very uh, clean on the middle of the club face. Guys like that might do better when this wind starts kicking up. Obviously it's going to be hard to kind of pinpoint them with any type of model or anything, but, uh, I, I guess my, my larger point is 
I think it's going to be a crapshoot. And I, I don't always say that, but I think this could very easily turn into a crapshoot. And I, I think I'm just going to try to take a guy that is either Will, who I think is clearly the best play, or like I want to be the only person who has him. So that's my plan. Zalatoris, if I haven't used him, or be the only person with one of, because there's going to be, it's just going to be isolated ownership. So I don't know. Let me know what you think. Tweet me at Rick Rungood. Leave a comment below. Who's, I don't know if there's the big consensus one and done this week. So let me know who it is. And uh, I will see you Wednesday afternoon, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Rick Rungood YouTube channel for the live chat. And we'll go through all this and we'll figure it out. And we'll have a lot of fun and it's going to be great. Bermuda, love it. Talk to you guys soon. Best of luck. Later.